Welcome to TED In Your Head, the 10-minute podcast created exclusively to help you eliminate bad habits and success-limiting fears and beliefs so that you too can win at life and business. Your host is Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high-performance coach. On this show, we tackle the trash and talk some truth to transform your mind. Let's check it out and welcome your host, Ted Moreno. Greetings and welcome to another educational episode of the Ted in Your Head podcast. I'm your host, Ted Moreno, certified hypnotherapist and high performance coach. And for over 15 years, I've been helping my clients get rid of that stuff in their heads that keep them from success. I call this head trash. I help my clients see the truth of what's possible for them so they can transform their minds. And I want you to know that if you suffer from fear, anxiety, and beliefs that are preventing you from achieving the life that you want, then you can change that. But for now, let's talk about what I have learned as some truth. And we're going to talk about today's episode, which is the Epidemic of Overwhelm, Part 2, Episode 41. Dun, dun, dun. (laughs) Anyway, in my last podcast, the epidemic of overwhelm part one, I discussed the state of overwhelm, what it is, how it happens, and how it affects us. So to recap briefly, overwhelm happens when there's too much information or message units coming into our conscious awareness. Our minds only have a certain capacity, like a cup that you can only pour so much water into. And when our minds are filled to capacity and stuff keeps pouring in, we lose the ability to cope. So at this point, our ancient survival mechanism, that good old fight-or-flight response, gets triggered. And when that happens, we become what is known as hyper-suggestible. So that means that we are now susceptible to whatever is coming into our minds. We're actually in a state of walking hypnosis, but usually the suggestions we're giving ourselves are not positive, like the positive suggestions you would get in a hypnotherapy session. Usually when we are overwhelmed, there's an accompanying state of stress. So the conversations we're having in our heads are usually negative conversations. So when we are overwhelmed, we are literally programming ourselves for negativity and fear. And what happens is we end up with a self-reinforcing cycle of overwhelm. See how that works? So each person's response to overwhelm varies ranging from a complete shutdown where somebody might just slump into a chair and begin to cry, or irritability, or anxiety, or a feeling of being disoriented, or spacing out, or disconnected from their bodies, or just exhausted. I call all of these states the fog of overwhelm. The end result is the same. We become ineffective in dealing with the challenges of life. And we may lose the ability to be focused on task, and we may turn to avoidance uh, strategies or procrastination. Or in kind of severe situations, we may begin to develop anxiety, which is the modern-day equivalent of fight, or we may actually become depressed, which is the modern-day equivalent of flight. 
So it's important to note that for many of us, the modern American lifestyle lends itself to consistent feelings of being overwhelmed. So what can we do to avoid the fog of overwhelm? Okay, most of the things we can do involve basic self-care. So I'm going to go through a few things here. So number one, probably the most important and foundational thing you can do to stay effective and on top of things is to get adequate sleep. Take naps if you need to. So remember how your mind is like a cup? Every day from the moment you wake up, it gets filled with tension, pressure, and the everyday stress of living. Sleep is the time for your mind to empty the cup. So you want to strive for a healthy sleep schedule and avoid stimulants right before bed, such as caffeine, or for some people working out just before bed helps them or or makes it difficult for them to sleep. And also electronic devices, screens can stimulate your mind and keep you from sleeping. Number two, don't skip meals. Some people are prone to anxiety and overwhelm due to low blood sugar. So real quickly, blood sugar or blood blood glucose is the main fuel for your body. Now, your brain uses more glucose than any other organ in your body. Do you ever get that feeling of lethargy or a lack of focus in the late afternoon? That means your blood sugar is getting low. So at that time, you want to take a break and eat something with protein because protein is digested more slowly than carbs, and you won't get that up and down kind of blood sugar spikes. Okay, so don't skip meals. Number three, take breaks. Taking regular breaks throughout the day allows your mind to process incoming information more effectively. Breaks are scientifically proven to boost productivity, and focus. So the worst thing you can do is to sit in a chair for like four or five hours. Consider working in an hour or 90-minute spurts and then taking a short five or 10-minute break. I I guess 90 minutes is not really a spurt. So consider working in an hour or 90-minute shifts and then taking uh, a little break. Uh, Myself, I work in like 50-minute shifts. That's I find I'm most effective if I work for 50 minutes, take a 10-minute break, then get back into it, and then take a little bit of a longer break. So this also includes taking regular vacations and days off. Rest is just important as sleep and food and working, okay? So number four, exercise. I know you're probably tired of hearing it, but exercise allows our body and our minds to release or vent out tension and stress. If nothing else, at least get up and walk around during those breaks between your hour or 90-minute shift of working. So that overwhelm, that can happen from feeling tension or stress in our body from sitting too long. So get up, walk around, and if you can, get some exercise. Number five, meditation, yoga, or other mindfulness practices. These are powerful ways to learn to every day feel more calm and more focused and more in control more often. Number six, focus on one thing at a time. Multitasking 
It doesn't work. Now, hey, if you're a, an emergency responder or a Navy SEAL, yeah, okay, you learn to multitask. But multitasking can create overwhelm. I would suggest to you that your focus is sharpest and best when it's narrow and concentrated on one thing at a time. First this, then that, then the next thing. So focus on one thing at a time. Number seven, make a daily or weekly plan. Jim Rohn, who's one of my favorite personal development authors, said, either you run the day or the day runs you. If you wake up and the first thought in your mind is, oh my God, I have so much to do today. Where do I start? Then guess what? The day is running you. So my suggestion and and, and what I uh, teach to my clients is the night before that's when you create the next day. So you want to make a list of maybe six, seven, eight, ten things, not a hundred things that creates overwhelm, but like a reasonable amount of things that you want to accomplish the next day. This could be very structured, like, you know, uh, put into time slots, or it could be more loose, whatever works for you, but prioritize so that you know of the most important things that you need to accomplish the next day. Number eight, keep your vices in check. Alcohol and marijuana are hypnosis-inducing drugs, not only when you're under the influence, but the next day as well. So check in with yourself. See if you need to make some changes in these habits. And number nine, count yourself out of hypnosis or overwhelm. So when you find yourself overwhelmed and starting to stress out and lose control, Count yourself out of that negative state. Actually say to yourself out loud, if you can, one, two, three, four, five, eyes open, wide, wide awake. This is how we take people out of the hypnotic state in the hypnotherapy session. So you want to say one, two, three, four, five, eyes open, wide awake, clap or rub your hands together to get back into your body and out of your head, and then ask yourself, okay, what's going on here? What am I doing? What's happening here? Get connected to the present moment. This really works, okay? So give this a shot. So take some time to go down this list, see what you can tweak, see what you can make better. Don't take all nine of these things on all at once. Read them and or, or listen to them and figure out what is going to work for you the best, okay? So if you do that, you'll find that you're happier, more focused, more productive, and a lot nicer to be around. And that's your daily 10-minute dose of the truth. And I want to thank you for tuning in to today's show. I know you have lots of things to do, and I uh, want you to know that I take this podcast and what I offer very seriously. And by the way, if you want to read a blog post about today's podcast, you can go to tedmorano.com slash overwhelm2, like the number two. Uh, If I can help you take out the trash and transform your mind, please reach out to me. I am located in my uh, studio here in South Pasadena, but I can work with clients anywhere. You can connect with me at tedmoreno.com or through all the various social media outlets uh, for how to connect with me. And until our next show, remember that life will show up the way it shows up. Ask yourself, how do I want to show up for life. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. Bye. 
Thank you for joining us on today's episode of Ted In Your Head. If your bad habits and limiting fears and beliefs prevent you from achieving the success you want, it's time to take out the trash, talk some truth, and transform your mind. To learn more about how Ted can personally help you win at life and business, visit www.tedmoreno.com. That's www.tedmoreno.com. Thanks to Dimitri Rosti and Isaac Taylor for their help in producing this podcast. See you next time on the Ted in Your Head podcast.